0: Welcome to Just One More Story by George Walters, a weekly podcast where I share with you a mixture of personal stories as well as some useful tips, techniques, and advice that might help you live a healthier, happier life. They might even get you motivated enough to make the changes you need to be successful in areas that you never thought were possible. It should also be noted that any content that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. In other words, all the views and information expressed here on this podcast are my own, and not the views of anyone else. And while I strive for accuracy, I can and will be wrong at times, as any honest human will have to admit. So, if you're looking for that special something to start or end your day, you're in the right place. And the great part is, you can listen to all my podcasts for free, anywhere, at any time. So with that, let's get started. Hi folks. Have you ever thought of moving to the country or a place outside the city? I suspect a lot of you have, at one time or another, only to realize you don't have a clue on how to make it happen. And then after wrestling with it around in your mind, and you do figure out a way, fear and anxiety sets in and you're hesitant over the years i've found that the problem with fear is that a lot of us take things too serious dwelling on the negative things instead of the positive my native friend gray wolf told me one time that everyone should make plans and try new things as life is short he then went on to say the secret to doing that is not to plan the results which meant that if I did go ahead with my plans, and some part didn't work out, I would have already accepted that in my mind, and knowing that beforehand, I would have then been able to simply move ahead without getting myself all upset. You know, I've done that a lot throughout my life, moved to new places, tried new things, and had a lot of fun. And I am still having fun, always looking for something new to try or places to go. I suspect they will never change, or would I want to... Actually, thinking on things, if I had listened to a few people I know, with them expressing their views on what I should do and shouldn't do, I wouldn't be where I am today. Heck, I wouldn't hesitate to say, when it comes right down to it, many of life's greatest achievements that we all have experienced at one time or another required going outside our comfort zone occasionally. So, what has uh, that got to do with the story I've lined up for you today? Well, here again, to be honest, not much. I just get carried away from time to time when certain thoughts enter my mind. Hmm, but then again, what I just talked about might play a small part. Give her a listen and let me know what you think. I hope you enjoy country living. I have to admit, I sure... enjoy living in the country, but the thing is, I have often wondered why that is. Is it because my forefathers were farmers, is it because I enjoyed getting dirty, is it because I don't enjoy being around people, is it because of the fresh air, or is it because of the food I can grow myself? To be honest, I would have to say to all of the above and a lot more. Now, don't misunderstand me as i'm not saying that the city life doesn't have a lot going for it it's just that the city life isn't for me let me emphasize that a bit as there was a time that i wanted to live in the city i can remember there are many nights while hanging on my bed on the farm daydreaming of what the city would be like the thrill it might offer like going to the movie theaters to restaurants taking in the sights, along with listening to the sounds that it has to offer. I even thought it would be great to just sit on a bench once in a while and watch the people going about their daily activities, the reason being that where I grew up in the country people were far and in between, and truth be told, most of my friends were animals or fictional characters that I made up in my mind. The the time did come, eventually, that I had my chance to live in the big cities, which for a while was simply awesome. And I have to admit, I enjoyed every day to the fullest, taking in everyone and everything that was around me. But, as the old saying goes, you can take the boy out of the country, but you can't take the country out of the boy. And within one year, I found myself once again, laying in my bed, dreaming of the rolling pastures, fresh air, and all my animal friends. But most of all, I missed the quietness and being able to open the door in the morning, watch the sun slowly, slowly showing itself with nature right on my doorstep. It wasn't long after that that I moved back to the country with the help of my dad, and from that day forward, city life took the back seat in my life's adventures. It should be noted, however, that Cities remain a great gathering place for sharing information and ideas, but I am thinking that with the Internet we have today, that this sharing of information doesn't have to happen in a person to the same degree as it used to be, which in turn is why country life has become more of a possibility for those that want to experience a new way of life. I have to admit that occasionally it was still nice to take in the sights of what the city had to offer, but as nice as it was, after a day or so, I was sure glad to get back to where I belong. So what is a person supposed to do if they haven't lived in their country and wanted to, at the very least to experience what it had to offer? Well, if that is the case, I would suggest that you try urban living. It kind of makes me laugh when I say the word urban, as when I was growing up there was no such thing. You either lived in the country on a farm, or you lived in the city. What took place was, some fellers came up with a bright idea of giving the country different names. The first one being, as I stated earlier, urban living. Now for most, that would mean a direct link to the country, but don't let it fool you. Well, in part, it has fooled a lot of people. But what urban living really means is a bit of open space around a bunch of homes where you can't even plant a garden. In other words, you still have to rely on getting your food from a grocery store, and you can't grow your own. Another is suburban. Now here again, I believe that the only reason this word was even made was so that the powers that be could enact all kinds of new rules and regulations, complementing things, complicating things to the point that no one knows what is actually going on. Other than themselves, of course. Maybe I should rephrase that a bit as I have found over the years that when it comes to our powers at be, that one hand doesn't know what the other hand is doing. I also believe that a lot of them doesn't have the expertise to do the job that they're supposed to be doing. Remember now, that is my opinion only. Man, I can sure get going sometimes, especially when it comes to these so-called political leaders that we have in our midst today. Hm. if memory serves me right, my old dad told me one time, George, the two things you should shy away from when talking to the public are politics and religion. Now there was a man that knew what he was talking about. Anyways, let's get into what they should be telling the person when it comes to suburban living. First off, you can have a garden with certain guidelines, but no animals that give you food like chickens, cows, pigs, horses, goats, and so on. In other words, you're still reliant on going to the local supermarket for food, or better, yet, or better put, you still can't do what you want. What has happened here, and I have seen it happen time and time again, is that it's a way for developers to come in, buy cheap farmland, and sell pieces of it for a hundred times more than what it's worth. They then advertise these lots that they are selling as living in the country, which couldn't be further from the truth. For myself, I believe that country living is all about being able to get up around four in the morning, starting a chainsaw and not having a neighbor complaining or running to the police. A person should be able to have all the critters they want and be able to grow their own fruit, vegetables, corn, wheat, or whatever. You should be able to spread manure on your gardens and land without folks holding their noses as if it is disgusting saying they want you to move. For me now, well, while on the subject of manure, I have to tell you that when I come upon that aroma of freshly spread cow or horse, I I mean manure, I know for a fact that I'm in farm country. I always joke with the wife when we're out for a drive and that aroma comes drifting in through the windows of our car, saying, Roast beef on the hoof, dear. Just something about the smell I like, especially when it's being spread in the fields. I suppose it's because I was raised with it all around me, along with being taught the benefits that arise from using it when it comes to growing things. Some would say, My goodness, what good could ever come from something that smells so bad? Well, let me tell you a few things about good old manure. First, Most folks today have gotten away from using it, as they have been told it isn't good for you, can make you sick. Well, to be honest, I would say that they are right. That is, if you ate it, or got it too close to the water you drink. But spread it on a garden or a field, let lay for a couple days in the sunshine, and then work it into your soil. Well, let's just say that's a whole different story. What commercial fertilizers that they are is basically a quick fix for the soil. Now some might get all in a huff, jump into conclusions, but let me explain. Yes, commercial fertilizers make things grow and look nice, but that is all they do. Actually, if a person only used commercial fertilizers and nothing else, they would soon find all kinds of not-so-good things beginning to happen with their crops. The first thing that would come into play is that you would have to start rotating your crops, which is what is happening today. In other words, not planting the same thing in one area for more than two running years. When I farmed using good old manure, I found that I could grow peaches, pears, plums, grapes, along with all kinds of vegetables, in the same spot year after year. The reason being, I wasn't using commercial fertilizers, and the next thing that's starts to take place is all the kinds of insects and diseases starting to take a toll on your crops which again is what is happening today i will say this though that it is beneficial for all the huge chemical companies as now folks have to pay thousands of dollars a year for pesticides and things and it doesn't stop there as now another problem starts to unfold What happens is that after using these chemical fertilizers for a year or so the fruit and vegetables start losing their great taste and when that happens all that you have is a fruit or a vegetable that looks fantastic but it has hardly no nutritional value whatsoever along with not tasting the greatest i don't know if you knew this or not but if you would take a tomato for example and have it analyzed you would find that there are supposed to be 57 minerals and vitamins combined in each of them. Today, if you checked, I would think that you would be lucky to find around 6 in total. Up here in northern Ontario, where I live, we are still very fortunate, as I have tested different soils all around our area, and ours is in the 50 range, which is why everything we grow tastes so good. And we do sell our tomatoes, or whatever from our garden, the people that buy them, keep on coming back for more. So, how has this happened? Well, it's simple, actually. We keep on taking, but we aren't putting back into the soil what is needed, like good old manure or compost. I honestly believe that some of these huge corporations that have been making these chemical fertilizers over the years have slowly just about destroyed what once was in certain areas. So what kind do I like? Well, I prefer good old cow or horse manure. Horse manure is usually made up of mostly straw, but straw is natural and has a lot of beneficial properties in it, as does the manure itself, and that is what we're looking for. I dare anyone to put down good old manure in their gardens and say that their produce doesn't have flavor. I know some folks can't fathom how manure can improve the soil, but believe me, it's true as for over 60 years I have used it without any problems whatsoever, and when my fruit arrived at the market, let me tell you, I never had to worry about it not selling, as I sold out every trip with people licking their lips to buy more. I think the problem today is that a lot of people have been swayed into believing that everything some of these huge corporations and powers that be are saying is a truth, when in fact a lot of it isn't. Now, don't take me the wrong way. I'm not knocking what some of these companies are doing in total, as I know they are simply trying to make a living. But I'm just saying. I also know that there are some smart people out there that are trying to come up with ways to make our crops better. The thing is, we have to find that middle ground, so to speak, and do what's best for our our own welfare and our soil. And hey... The bottom line is if you're looking to be a true country punkin, you have to be willing to try things be it old or new on your own and take notice of what is happening with your crops soil and things around you oh sure some things will fail probably lots will fail but if you got the gift and you don't mind hard work along with working some years for nothing well Then in my eyes, there is nothing on this earth that is more self-rewarding spiritually, mentally, or physically. And I'll leave you with this. (laughs) It's about a feller that won a few million dollars on the lottery. A few days after he won, a friend of his that worked for the government asked him what he was going to do with all that money. Well, sir, he said, scratching his old weathered head, I suppose I'll keep on farming till it's all gone. That's it for today, folks. But before I go, I would like to mention that all my stories are also available in books. We have seven books to choose from, and each book has over 50 short stories. The titles of the books are One More Story, Moments in Time, Paths We Choose, Times Changing, Keep Turning Pages, Join Me in the Garden, and Nature's Gateway to Health. All of our books are available on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com, in ebooks or paperback. If you would like more information regarding my books or podcasts, you can email me at any time at stories at keepingnotes.com, and I'll get back to you. Also, for those that would like to buy me a coffee, I have added a Buy Me a Coffee button on my blog, which is located at www.keepingnotes.com. I'll say that one more time, www.keepingnotes.com. You can also listen to my podcasts on Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Listen Notes, Amazon Music, and the Walters Post. It is also available on your Google Home Sports speaker. Just say, hey Google, play just one more story by George Walters. And if you enjoy my podcasts, feel free to share them with others. In doing so, it will help me make more podcasts for all to enjoy. And finally, I would like to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Just One More Story by George Walters.